thank you so much for coming out tonight. Um, if there's anybody in this room praying for a white Christmas, you can stop now. Um, it's not exactly what I want to say to you, but it is celebration of our Lord's birth, so uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, I praise God that you came out tonight. I praise God that He has moved in your heart in such a way that you want to be with the men and women of God to celebrate literally what the whole planet will be celebrating. Uh, it has already begun um, across many time zones, and I, I cherish the fact that we want so badly to remove, or in this country, remove Christ from Christmas. And um, they're just not having any success at it. And I think, uh, I think that's hilarious. So thank you again for coming out tonight. I want to share with you a friend of mine. Uh, a friend of mine that is brought to us in the... Uh, Gospel of Luke chapter 2, and I called this message, The Expectations. Um, we have a lot of children this evening, and um, I, I was in my family, I was the one who was up around 2.30, 3 a.m. on Christmas morning to find out what was under the tree. Uh, I was also the one who badgered mom and dad relentlessly to... Can I open one on Christmas Eve? Uh, I am brave enough to admit to my shortcomings. There's probably many more of you who do, but I would never be that way. And, um, but I was the one. I was the one in the household. The firstborn of the household, I think that's their privilege. Um, I want to read verses... 22 through 35, show you my friend, because he had expectations. And it's an interesting text, um, because I think there are times that Simeon is overlooked. Uh, and I hope that we can see something from Simeon. He has helped me mightily in my walk with my king. Um, I had a conversation with a precious saint in the last few weeks and, uh, about patience. And one of the people who have helped me greatly in my patience was Simeon, and I believe that you'll see why in this text. I'll read and will ask the Lord to share his truth. Beginning in Luke chapter 2, verse 22 through 35. And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present to him Present him to the Lord. This is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, 
And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and a glory to your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things that were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Father, help us to see our brother Simeon. Help us to understand the expectation of this day. Help us to understand the expectation of life. Help us to understand the glory and the majesty of the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, the detail that you construct, that you guide, that you orchestrate. Father, as we draw together tonight as a body of people called by your name, Father, may we draw deeply from the things of your word, by your spirit, to your glory, to your praise. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. I agree, brother. Um, I want to look at Simeon because Simeon is a man of God who looked at the word of God and fell full weight upon the word of God. Uh, I see a society today, um, the body of Christ, that uh, I am a little on the fearful side. Uh, and the reason is, is that things in the Bible we cherish and, and we long for. But I wonder what our expectations are. Um, If we are in the middle of travail, we have a longing for the things of God. We have a tendency to want to draw to the things of God. Uh, But once things sort of mellow out, uh, we sort of uh, set it aside and wait for the next tragedy. Uh, I think about our children this night. I think about children across the globe and their expectation. What is happening for Christmas? Uh, I hear uh, people in the retail business who try to tell me that, uh, you know, this is our, this is where we go from the red to the black. This is our whole, our whole year is based on this from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And our whole economy will be based on whether this is successful or not. I look at a man here who was definitely a student of the word. And because he was a student of the word, he laid his life on the word. And I I think that you can see a few things here and I'll just touch on them briefly. But I want you to think first with me that he was expecting Messiah. You and I sit here this day and you know what? We expect Messiah. We do expect Christ's return. Um... People play games with it. They want to say, well, is it tomorrow? Is it now? I've had people ask me, do I believe that the Antichrist is here walking around on the planet, the one who will be of the great 
tribulation. Um, and and I, I, it dawns on me this year that I've had some very, I had a very dear friend whose faith became sight. He stepped into glory. And, and I cherished the time that I had with him, but then it dawned on me and brought very clear to me that every one of us is but one heartbeat away from seeing Jesus Christ. What's your expectation? Do you live your life in that way? Simeon did. And here's why I say that. He understood um, that Israel was going to have a Messiah. He understood that. The Bible taught him that. And he rested full weight upon that. What do you rest full weight upon? I have a, a lady that I've been sharing the gospel with, and uh, um, she, she calls me a man of faith. And I tell her that I've never met a human being who is not a person of faith. It's just to what degree do you, and what do you put your faith in? Everybody I know puts their faith in something. And you can drive down the road and put your faith in that little white line or that yellow line that's going to keep that other person in their lane. That takes faith. But what is it? It says there in verse 25, he was looking for the consolation of Israel. That's messianic. He was looking for what was going to happen. He understood that God was going to send the anointed. That's what messianic means. We call it the Christ. That's the Greek phrase. Messianic, Messiah is the Hebrew phrase, and it just means anointed. We were looking for God's anointed. But you know, he makes a statement to Mary, the mother of Christ. He says, and a sword will pierce even your soul. So he understood that Messiah was going to die. Okay, he didn't have a New Testament. How did he know this? He sought the scriptures. He was eager in the scriptures. So in verse 25, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout. And he was looking for Messiah. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. So first thing that I see in Simeon is that he was spirit seeking. He was spirit seeking. Go to the word and Lord, what would you show me? I think today what we go through, and, 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 you know, and I did yesterday, I shared with my congregation this morning. Yesterday I started my Christmas shopping and I concluded my Christmas shopping. It took me about 10 minutes. I decided it was overrated. Now all my kids are depressed. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to blame the snowstorm. So my daughter said, uh, I would like to have a white Christmas. You got it. Okay. Guess what? No Christmas, but you got white. Hope you enjoy it. But do you see what I'm trying to get at? When you think about this holiday, what is it you're seeking? What's under the tree? What grandma or grandpa might give you? A new bicycle? I don't know. I don't keep up anymore. I know it seems like everything is more expensive. But Simeon was spirit-seeking. He was a student of the scriptures because he understood that Messiah must die. He understood that. I talked to the rabbi of Jerusalem. His synagogue is right across the plaza from the Western Wall. And I asked him to explain to me Messiah. And he says, many in his country believe Messiah is is ages. There is an age of blessing and that would be a messianic age. 
And if there's a blade, uh, an age or a time, an epic uh, where it is, there is suffering, then that is a non-Messianic time. And I said, so what do you believe? And he says, I believe that Messiah is a person. I believe that he is a political figure. I believe that he will bring peace to the world. He will do it under force. He will do it in a way that he will bring all kinds of alliances together and he will be able to manufacture world peace and the world will be at peace under his reign. He described the Antichrist of Daniel. And that's what they're expecting. This guy is the teacher. I, I, I think that the Jews should be nervous. This guy was born and raised in Brooklyn. But I wonder why he was not spirit-seeking. Verse 26, he was spirit-filled. It says here that, and it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he would see the Lord's Christ. The Lord's Christ, Kyrios Christos, King anointed. That's what it means. Literally means. And the Holy Spirit revealed to him. It was shown to him. Why? Because he was spirit seeking. The spirit filled him. The spirit showed him that this was going to happen. You would not see death before the Messiah was revealed to you. Why? Do you see what I mean? He looked at the word of God. He says, I know that there's an anointed coming. I know that this man is coming. I know that this is an individual. But I also know that he will die for the redeemed. That's just baby people. That's what we're doing. I, I seen a thing on, I don't remember, one of the news channels that they were talking about. They had a, I think it was David Jeremiah. He says that they want to have a nativity and, and they've got the nativity, but you, you, we don't want to be offensive. So we're not going to have Joseph and we're not going to have Mary and we're not going to have the baby. That's a barn. That's just a barn. Oh, what do you got? But we're not going to be offensive. Well, let me tell you something. The next time that the king shows up, there are going to be many offended. There's going to be many offended. I live my life in the expectation of any minute seeing him. And I'll be honest with you, there's days that I'm a little more eager than other days. When I began the Christmas shopping event, I was very eager for Jesus. Okay, when I concluded it, okay, I'm going to go home, have me something to eat. He can hold off a little while. Simeon was spirit-seeking. Simeon was spirit-filled. Verse 27 says, And he came in the spirit into the temple. And when the parents were brought in the child Jesus to carry out carry out for him the custom of the law. He was also spirit-led. Why? Because he began in seeking what was there, and he began because of his earnestness and rightly dividing truth and his earnestness to see what God was doing. He was spirit-filled, and if you're spirit-filled, you will be spirit-led. He was spirit-led. He went into the temple. Why? Because his expectation was Messiah. It was Messiah. I wonder this evening how many of us expect Messiah. I mean, you know, I see we fight over the Christmas tree. When I came back from Russia just a few weeks ago, there was some kind of fight over Christmas trees and a menorah up in Tacoma, Washington. Christmas tree is not a Christian symbol. It's something that Martin Luther brought across. It's a tree. Have you really thought about it logically? 
cutting down a tree and sticking it inside of your house in the dead of winter? Who thought that up? I mean, do you ever think about it? I, th- I think that's a little kind of strange to me. And so we've gotten it simplistic enough. We got fake trees that we put in the house. And we're going to fight over it because it is a what? I, I'm not going to fight over Christmas trees. I want to see the people of God to be spirit-seeking. I want to see the people of God be spirit-filled. I want to see the people of God's spirit-led. You know why? Verses 28 and 29 says that if you are spirit-seeking, if you are spirit-filled, if you are spirit-led, guess what? You'll be spirit-satisfied. 28, 29. He took him into his arms. He blessed God and said... Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. It's that easy. Simeon said, you know what? I am seeing Messiah. Ah! I'm ready to die. That's basically what he's saying. My service is complete now. My service is complete now. We can read in Scripture over and over that death has lost its sting. It doesn't have any hold over us. And yet, watch the saints. How many people do you see struggle with the event of death? But if you have expectation of Messiah, why would I fear death? Why would I fear death? Uh, a few years ago, my daughter had the privilege of spending a semester in Israel. And uh, everybody was kind of looking at me like I was crazy. And they said, you're going to let your daughter go to school in Israel? I said, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool, huh? And they said, well, doesn't that bother you? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, if you've ever sat down and talked to her, it's kind of nice to have her about eight hours away. Um, but um, they said well it's dangerous over there and I said is it Uh, have you ever been to Newark Um, have you ever been to Los Angeles or Chicago Uh, I have been a lot of places where it seems a little bit on the the dangerous side well what if and I said you know what I'm not concerned about what is it is given unto man to die once okay if I have been spirit-seeking, if I am spirit-filled, if I am spirit-led, then I will be spirit-satisfied. You know, I shared with you that I was the kid who wanted to open the one on Christmas Eve. And I was the one who was up very, very early Christmas Day to trash the house, basically. But you know what I also was? I was the one who was never satisfied with what I got. I mean, it was really cool the first day. Sometimes it was really cool even maybe two days. Occasionally, you could have that one gift that might even push you through seven days. But in two months, where was I? Simeon here, now, Lord, 
you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. Your word. Spirit, satisfy. Verses 30 through the conclusion. My eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all people. A light of revelations to the Gentile, praise God, and the glory of your people Israel. Because I want you to look at verses 33 through 35, and I want you to see that it is spirit secured. 33 says, and his father and mother were amazed at the things that was being said about him. Yeah, I would say. And Simeon blessed them. And he said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. That is spirit secured, 33 through 35. The father and mother had brought the child, the law, the word of God had said, you do these things, and they were doing these things. And Simeon says, this is the fulfillment of the word. Remember what I shared with you there in the end of verse 29? He said, it is according to your word. According to your word. I see people today who are chasing everything they can in the name of Christ. I, was, I stopped at the Christian bookstore Saturday up at the outlet mall. The place was packed. Okay, and people were buying all kinds of Christian stuff to hand out. I did too, but that's another story. And I looked at this and I seen the people shuffling around in the malls and bags and kids and um, some were angry. I didn't see a whole lot happy. Some... But uh, not really a lot. Everybody was in line. There was lines for everything. And I seen the impatience of it. And one of the things that I noticed when I was in the Christian bookstore, the things were flying off the shelves and tapestries and pictures and knickknacks. But you know what wasn't flying off the shelves? Bibles. Bibles, all kinds of books about Bibles, all kinds of bumper stickers and things to hang on your car, your mirrors and your windows. But I didn't even see anybody standing. I was there for a while trying to buy my basket full of knickknacks, but I didn't see the Bibles. Why? Because a person who is spirit seeking will seek the things of God in the word of God. Simeon did this. He understood that because he was willing to labor in the scripture. He was spirit filled. That means that the Holy Spirit was communing with him, communicating with him. And he was listening to what the spirit was saying. Listen, people, this is before the covenant of the cross. This is when the Spirit comes upon people and uses them and then would leave. This man was seeking the things of God and God was filling him and showing him. Because he was Spirit-filled, he was Spirit-led. When the Spirit led him to the temple, he went with an expectation of seeing the Christ child. 
Because of his spirit seeking, because he was spirit filled, because he was spirit led, he was spirit satisfied. He could say, thus saith the Lord, here it is before me. And even in that, he understood, behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign to be opposed. Let me tell you something. When you preach the gospel, Paul told Timothy, you walk in Christ's righteousness, you will be persecuted. That's a guarantee. Okay? I, you know, I don't have to go look for a spiritual fight. It's already there. Because my Messiah is there for the rise and fall of many. The rise and fall of many. But you know what? If you're a child of God this evening, and you are spirit-seeking, you are spirit-filled, you are spirit-led, you are spirit-satisfied, then you are spirit-secured. If you do not have that security, then you're not sure what's going on. You don't have any idea what's going on I take and learn great patience from Simeon because Simeon waited with expectation for Christ the Messiah God's anointed I wait with great expectations for that same one it may be through the catching up of the church it may come through my physical death But I have a longing for that. And when I don't have that longing, I can trace this backwards. And somewhere in there, I will not either be secured, I am not satisfied, I am not led, I am not filled, or I am not seeking. I share you, share you this message because of this simple reason. What are your expectations? What is it you expect? Simeon expected God's word to be fulfilled. I expect God's word to be fulfilled. I, I long for it. I, I watch for it. Uh, my passion of my soul, the passion of the saints of God should be to make disciples of all nations. Because in the fullness of the Gentiles, then God will turn back around and deal with Israel. And I'm looking for the fullness of the Gentiles. There's one last Gentile out there. I want to find that individual. Get this thing done. And quit praying for this white Christmas thing. Okay? White Christmas. Let's go to glory. It's all white there. That's great. I don't have to shovel it. And yet we gather tonight to remember this little baby. This little baby who's the King of Kings. This little baby who's the Lord of Lords. This little baby who will be the rise and fall of many. This little baby who was pierced with the sword even to the soul of his mother. This little baby to the end that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and have been revealed. That's what this holiday is. That's what this holiday is. And all of its trappings and all of its twinkles and all of its lights and all of its things. I don't want to downplay it. It's a celebration. Amen. But I will say this. 
if you're putting your expectations on the stuff that is under the trees, by Wednesday, it's all gone. If I put my expectations on He who is the season, the reason that we're here, the reason that the church exists, then you will be seeking, you will be filled, you will be led, you will be satisfied, and you will be secured. And that is our Jesus in the eyes of an old man named Simeon who understood the fulfillment of the word was the end of his service to his God, to our God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Father, thank you for my brother Simeon and the patience that he has taught me. Father, may I, may I have that longing to be expectant of you and you alone. May I lay full weight upon your word and your word alone. Father, I lift up this body of people. Father, that they would be seeking Father, that they would be filled, that they would be led, they would be satisfied, they'd be secured. Father, that they'd walk in the power and the authority of the majesty of the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, I praise you for this night. I praise you for this night in the body of Christ, your church. I praise you that globally, even now, lights are coming on, souls are opening up, And what was begun 2,000 years ago in a manger, the redemption of humanity is even going on this day. Father, thank you that you've allowed us to be a part of it. May our expectations be you with every breath you grace us. To your glory and praise. Amen.